0: Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Three signs that you are in an emotionally safe relationship. And I just want to say first that I know a lot of people put weight on chemistry, attraction. I mean, I get it. It's the first thing you feel, right? If you're attracted to someone, it produces dopamine and chemicals and a high, and it's exciting. And that feeling is going to probably override logic. And so, on our list of what we're looking for, someone who has the ability to provide an emotionally safe space. Um, may not be at the top. you know. It may be extra. It's almost like, okay, first I have to be attracted to this person. And then as I get to know this person and peel the layers, um, of course, I want someone who has the ability to provide an emotionally safe space. Here's the problem with that. Because um, <laughs> you may be really attracted to this person and things may be going good. And then you may start compromising when you get to this the the, uh, the the place on your list where you're like, okay, now can this person build something healthy? And so I encourage you to put that on the top of your list. If you're single and you're searching, I shouldn't say searching. It sounds like you're desperate. If you're single and you're attracting and you're open to uh, meeting people who you want to invest in, who deserve you, make sure that on the top of your list, and it doesn't have to be number one, but I would say top three. If the person doesn't have the ability to create a safe emotional space, you're you're gonna be building on, on sand, you know, attraction and chemistry and quote unquote hot is not gonna build legs of a relationship, it's not gonna carry you when the honeymoon fades and you wanna invest in this person, you wanna build something sustainable. So here are three signs. One, you're not afraid to fight or bring up hard things. Now, it's okay to have butterflies because we all get nervous when, you know, we know we have to talk about something hard, difficult. Um, but it, but you shouldn't have bats, right? Uh, <laughs> you, you may take the long way home when you know you have to talk about something hard, um, but you shouldn't get to the place where you don't come home, you know? Uh, And if the space that's created by both people is safe, there's trust there. And we we don't get afraid, you know, we might be nervous, and that's natural, it's okay. But we're not afraid to bring hard things up. We're not afraid to talk about things. Um, that may activate our partner or anger our partner because we know that our partner is not going to be throwing chairs, It's not going to assassinate our character. We know that a partner is going to provide a safe space. And listen, it may turn into an argument, and you know things may go south, and you know people may be hurt, but at the end of the day, you know that it's going to be okay, right? The the house of cards, which is your relationship, is not going to come crumbling down. The sky is not going to fall. He or she is not going to leave. You're going to work through this. And so that knowing, it's it's everything, you know? And so not being afraid means that you have this. You have this knowing that when you bring something up that's difficult, um, when you approach conflict with your partner – that there is safety. All right. The pigeons, the pigeons, the parrots are out. I was just in New York, and there's pigeons everywhere. Um, now I'm back home in Altadena, and uh, where I live, there's parrots everywhere. So uh, you may hear a few parrots in the background. Okay, number two, signs of an emotionally safe relationship. Um, and this is on the flip side, the other extreme. Uh, people are not verbally vomiting; instead, they're being responsible with their expressions. I say this because I used to be someone who would want to talk about everything to death, to the point where it's no longer productive, right? And so, if you're verbally vomiting, and 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 you getting it out of your system is more for you than your partner, and it doesn't really help the relationship, it just helps your anxiety, then that's not emotionally safe, you know, the pattern of that of you dumping your, you know, emotional shit on your partner is going to weigh on your partner slash the relationship. So this is a sign that the relationship is uh, may not be safe if you're you or your partner have a, a constant pattern of dumping on each other. So you have to be responsible. Emotionally, you have to think about if what you want to say is gonna help, uh, you have to think about if what is, is what you're gonna you're gonna say um, going to harm um, your partner. Fucking parrots! Does that sound like they sound like monkeys? No. I swear, I feel so bad because I think a lot of people think I do my podcast at the zoo, and I'm I'm just in my garage. I I just can't help it. I close the garage, and they just come in through. The sound comes in through the windows and shit. Anyway, if you are verbally verbally vomiting, if you feel like your partner is constantly unloading on you, um, taking that space hostage by venting way too much, that does not provide a safe space. That is a sign of an emotionally um, unsafe space. And you know, so what do you do when that happens? Well, you, you actually express it. You say, hey, listen, uh, when you talk about those things, of course I care and I want to listen, uh, but they, they, they impact me in this way. You know, I um, now have anxiety. I wonder if these are some things that you can talk to your therapist about. It doesn't mean I don't love you. Of course I love you, and I care about where you're at and what you're going through, and I want to hear it. But when you um, dwell on it, when you talk about it so much that it starts to uh, make both of us you know, depressed and live on lower frequencies, it's really hard for me. It's very challenging for me. How can I support you um, with all that without me also you know, falling down, without me also falling into quicksand? And if your partner says, well, this is what love looks like, if I go down, you go down with me, uh, that, is, that is not what love looks like. That may be what love looked like in, the, in your 20s. That is called a codependency. That is called enmeshment. That is called uh, two people who are doing life on top of each other, not with each other. So you tell your partner you'll give him your hand, not your life. Don't say that he's gonna that's gonna be a fight. So uh, you 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 express to your partner that uh, verbally vomiting is cracking the relationship space. All right, number three, you don't feel like you're in trouble all the time, but a lot of this may have to do with your own story, not just your partner or your relationship, right? so what i mean by this is uh, people who always feel like something they did something wrong they're on edge they're on eggshells and um, they're afraid that they're always in trouble this is a sign that the uh, emotional safety of the relationship is uh, being hindered it's cracked it's not safe you know so uh, if you feel this way, the first thing you you have to do before you start pointing fingers is to ask yourself how much of this has to do with my story. If you have a pattern of being in relationships, starting with the relationship with your parents, where you are always in trouble and your nervous system is activated when you come home because you're going to get, you know, uh, I don't know, time out or uh, beaten or um, consequences, because uh, there's always something that you did wrong. And and if that's been your story, and it ripples into your adulthood, uh, that's totally fair. It's important to look at that and take ownership of how much of you feeling that you're always in trouble in your relationship has to do with you, and how much of it is truth. So, this is something that you it's that you should process with your therapist if you're someone that always feels like you're in trouble it's coming from somewhere, and so you have to determine how much of that is true and if that is true it's something that you have to talk to your partner about and how much of it is just like your own shit, your own story that you need to you need to work through because if people are feeling like they're in trouble, that's not connection that's fear, and you're not going to love hard, you're going to love soft, you're going to love with fear. And by hard, I mean, love with vulnerability, love showing your true self. And if you feel like you're always in trouble, you may feel like um, you may be pulling more from your pseudo self than your solid self in the relationship. And that doesn't produce trust and glue. Instead, it's kind of like a, a crowbar, it's gonna, it's gonna crack your relationship you're going to start drifting or your partner's going to start drifting. So here are the three signs that you're in an emotionally safe relationship is uh, you're not afraid to fight or bring up hard things. Remember, it's not about how many times we fight. It's about how we fight. So this means that you and your partner both have the ability to provide a safe space, but Sometimes, you know, we, 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 I mean, most of us don't like conflict. So it's okay to, um, it's okay that it's uncomfortable. You're just not afraid, right? You just, you just know that, that you could have this conversation and trust that it's going to be okay, even if it doesn't feel okay. Number two, you're responsible for your verbal vomiting or, um, and your partner as well. So both of you are not. Um, unloading on each other so much that you're taking the other person hostage. And then number three, uh, you don't feel like you're in trouble all the time. And by the way, if you feel like you're in trouble all the time, there's also a chance that relationship dynamic is one of parent and child instead of two partners. Right? So uh, make sure that you process that so you don't feel that way. So the relationship dynamic is not one of um, a parent and child because um, no one wants to be intimate with their children. Okay, thank you for listening. I hope that's helpful. Hey, if you have a passion for helping others and you want to create a more meaningful career or add to your current skill set, it's time to become a life coach with Lumia. When I became a life coach many years ago, there wasn't anything like this. So I developed this program alongside with Noel Cordo, Lumia Coach Training, and it's amazing. It's 100% live and online, meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, ICF accredited to with 20 diverse instructors and a thriving alumni community. Go to theangrytherapist.com and click on Become a Coach and explore Lumia Coach Training. I'll see you in class.